what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And myself, Justin G. And myself, Justin Reiner. Oh, fangirling what's over up, here. You fuckers? Oh, fuck yes, it feels good. Oh, we are back together. Yes, we are. It feels so right. I, I mean, I wish I was sitting with you, but this is the next best thing. I wish you were sitting on me. Wow. <laughs> Holy. Holy fuck. We're, we're 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 15 seconds in. Is that too early? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. That's sexy. That's yeah. sexy. Well, you look I'm into it. You look great. Um I think I'm going to take a screen cap of what the screen looks like right now, but you are rocking the most dad of dad stashes right now. It is. But it like is. But yeah. like 30s dad stash and fuck it's awesome. Yeah, that that's perfection. Yeah. Okay, Just, you need to do the screen screen cap now, cause yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> oh man. Oh shit, that's gonna be good. Yeah. Um, we're gonna, it's... we're gonna we're gonna see our traffic rise one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, of course. Boost that post. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored content. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Well, it is nice to have you back, my boy. Yeah, man good to be back i'm really happy about it and uh yeah we said this on the last show but that was the uh, longest 56 days of january that could have ever existed (laughs) and uh yeah 2020 here we go here we are what are we in now jalember yeah (laughs) jalember exactly i can't i can't wait for christmas next week it's gonna be great yeah it's gonna be good (laughs) um but you know if if you're in uh you know just hanging out in the month of february and you're like i've got no plans i've got nothing to do um right february 24th it's a monday but <laughs> uh justin g and i we've made plans Uh oh. and uh we are giving a talk at uh altcon it's a conference for uh emerging young professionals uh in creative fields and uh we're what's doing- really sorry what's yeah. really funny about that is that we're not emerging or are we young no, 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 that's professional. That's why we're speaking at it, dude. Oh, that yeah. we're bringing the knowledge. Oh, I see, like experience. We, yeah, we're yeah. we're being looked to as elders. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, they oh, they have made <laughs> the grave mistake of giving us an hour on the main stage. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. What now? To chit chat about hour. about this nonsense, and it's wonderful. I, it's wonderful there is nothing i love more than being the center of attention (laughs) i look look we are forcing all eyes on me it's amazing it's wonderful i'm very excited about it i i i I truly uh appreciate it and it's an honor uh but but what the fuck are they thinking right that is crazy like right like they're gonna they're they're gonna regret it and that's what's funny to me. But they don't know it yet. But they and don't know it that's yet. That's the best part. And you know what? That's true. They, I can they, get behind that. You know yeah. what? They're never gonna know it because, like, they clearly don't listen. Because, <laughs> <Right. laughs> if they did, we wouldn't be going. Oh, no. uh, too true. But hey, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the free content. I'm yep. gonna take the the free uh, the the free exposure. Yep. And hey, yep. We, you know, we have been doing this for what. 13 years. 13 years. 46 years. Yeah. Something like that. For the entire month of January. (laughs) 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 And, you know, we've got stuff to say. We've got some experience in in doing this nonsense. So, I mean, if that can help anybody in any way, uh, one, if 
if you're getting help from us, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You're, you're already down a fucking yeah. wormhole. Uh, exactly. But yeah, the, the conference theme itself is about um, it, making a career um, out of uh, uh, what you love doing or mm-hmm. uh, monetizing yeah. passion projects for us is a little bit more um, on the nose that, um, yeah, we've certainly not made a career out of this. But um, yeah. Little little ways to make money here and there, yeah. and we've got we've got some experience with that. Well, it's, and it's yeah, it's about taking like yeah, what you're enjoying and just doing it and and putting it out there as as much as you can. And and Lord knows we are we have tried to do that and are <laughs> continuing to try to do that, and that's awesome. Like, yeah. And, and and other people are trying to do it, and so if 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 what we have experience with is in any way helpful to anybody that's awesome and hopefully we we, we can bring something to it so. yeah the, uh, oh you will you will <laughs> thanks buddy <laughs> the uh, keynote speaker um and i can't think of her name right now but she she's a blogger and podcaster who has made her career blogging and podcasting which is incredible that's why she's the keynote speaker right um but yeah so certainly uh, people have seen that level of success but to be honest, I think people in the audience are going to resonate much more with our story and the um, the twenty different avenues that you try to take to make four dollars on Amazon. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I think every 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 story, well yeah, every story holds merit, and uh, everyone's going to have their own path and their own journey. And I mean, yeah, we're certainly not making a career career out of this, but um, yeah, we've got a story to tell. And uh, you can join us for the conference. Um, tickets can be bought at altcon.ca. Awesome. Yeah. Cannot wait. It's going to be fun. That's going to be great to talk about later. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, you guys want to talk about what's coming up on tonight's show? Probably should. I guess. We probably should. It's getting late. <laughs> Do you know what? Late. Just surprise us. Oh, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> you just guys, you know, way guys, past my bed. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to talk about uh, something that, that sadly uh, could disrupt some vinyl sales and vinyl production. For the next, for the foreseeable future, actually. Yeah. And this is a legit real thing. Brenner, have you heard this already? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, I'm just, yeah. Okay, well, look, it pains me that I'm going to have to give you the bad news, but we're going to get into that. All right. Um, Shannon has come up with an excellent music discussion, and I'm really excited to get into that. Oh, it. I did not come up with it, but I'll give credit where credit's due when we get there. Oh, okay. Yep. Rad. I like that. Uh, we've got a recurring feature, Sucks to Suck. Sucks to Suck. And... Mm? A BuzzFeed quiz, sort of, more of like a a poll, as it were. Okay. Poll, you love it. <laughs> I do love uh, that. It's a buzz poll. It's a buzz poll. <laughs> buzz poll. Uh, so we got all of that plus some great music coming right tonight here on Pull the Plug, guys, guys, guys. Guys. Mm. The second show in a week. Second show in a week. 2020, Whoa. off to a roaring start. Here we come. Just dis, dis, disregard January. Follow but. all content from Pull the Plug over at ptppodcast.com. <laughs> oh, yes. Mm. Son of a bitch. Reiner, what's the first song of the evening there, sir? Um, We're going to do some uh, Five Feet Deep. Ooh. Very nice. It's been, it's been a bit. One concession over here on Pull the Plug. <laughs>
That's about it. Everything I miss, I'm over there. I'm over gone. I wanna sing it. deep one concession over and we're back here on public blood podcast you're goddamn right we are yes that was that was a solid choice for your first uh song of 2020 Uh, that you've put in song always gets me just grooving true i love that (laughs) always love 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 look and as he as he says get it in you right so that's right yeah you gotta live by those words 
Uh, first story of the evening, uh, Briner, we're going to start off on a downer note. I'm sorry. It's just the way, it, the way it's going to be. Welcome back. We're going to make you sad. Uh, it's good to be back. <laughs> this story is from uh, Pitchfork, and it's talking about this, uh, frankly, what they're calling a devastating manufacturing plant fire that is threatening worldwide vinyl record supply. Jesus. Um, so Apollo Masters, they're a manufacturing plant that supply, uh, supplies the uh, lacquer used for making uh, master discs, which are used to make vinyl records. They suffered a, fry, uh, a fire back on Thursday, February 6th uh, at its manufacturing and storage facility in Banning, California. And the Desert Sun reports that uh, no employees were injured in the what they're calling a devastating blaze, which completely destroyed the facility. Like it's wow. it's gone. It's not like it's not like oh portion you know portions of the walls fell in from the from the from the fire. This the place is gone. Um, and a note on Apollo Master's website reads, "quote We are uncertain of our future at this point and are evaluating options as we try to work through this difficult time." Figures in the vinyl record production industry have expressed similar concern. So this is considered to be like a huge blow to the production of vinyl in general and not just for North America or the US or anything like that like worldwide. So what? like are these plants just so few and far between? Yes, so uh, ben Blackwell, he's the co-founder of Third Man Records. Right. Uh, he says uh, in an email to Pitchfork, from my understanding, this fire will present a problem for the vinyl industry worldwide. There are only two companies that make lacquers in the world, and the <laughs> other, uh, MDC in Japan, already had trouble keeping up with demand before the fire. Oh my god. What? What? So he also wrote that there have been whispers of another company entertaining the idea of entering the lacquer or liquor uh, uh, marketplace, but that Apollo was also the primary or possibly only supplier of the styli that I guess are like used in the vinyl pressing process. Jesus. So he says, I imagine this will affect everyone, not just third man pressing and third man mastering, but to what extent remains to be seen. And in addition, Blackwell clarified, I don't want to be an alarmist, but I'm attempting to be realistic as opposed to like Pollyannish, like wow, we have to be realistic about this right now. So that's crazy. So Brandon, your uh, record collection may be even more valuable than you realized. Yeah, fucking really, eh? Well, well it, that whole that whole thing seems insane, though. You have one place or two places that can essentially <laughs> stock the world. Like, what the yeah, fuck is that? It doesn't. Why are you doing? Doesn't that? seem smart. I mean, it it doesn't seem smart, but I guess it also probably stems from the fact that in relative terms like vinyl is still not a like it is very popular yes but not nearly to the degree that i think even some people think true for for a lot of instances and also like it takes a lot of money to make a manufacturing plant so when you know this vinyl resurgence has been happening in the past 10 15 years we'll say like one you don't know how long that's going to last so maybe you don't want to invest a lot of money into a manufacturing plant for something that maybe is going to eventually go out again Hasn't so far, and hopefully it doesn't, but you never know. Um, so I can understand at least why companies haven't started something else or, or, or opened up another plan or something like that. But like you mentioned, the other uh, the other facility in Japan was already struggling to meet demand. Y- you would Yeah, so wouldn't you just make another one? Yeah, like you would it's, look yeah, at that from true. a business perspective yeah. going, okay, supply and demand, if supply is lacking there's an opportunity for me to be a supplier. Even, yeah, even I if, agree. Even if you're the same company and open a second plant. Yeah, exactly, you're right. I don't really yeah. understand that. 
oh man, that's so crazy. So the Twitter account for a duplication, which is a Toronto-based vinyl, CD, DVD, duplication, pressing, and printing company, they wrote, uh, quote, disaster for the vinyl pressing industry. There will be a lacquer shortage and possibly plants having to close or scale back operations for a while, which unfortunately, probably, uh, will mean in the very near future, we're going to see the cost of vinyl rise. Oh shit, true. Didn't even think about that. It's not expensive enough. Because it's not expensive enough. Exactly. Um, so when, when, uh, so vinyl production and sales coordinator at duplication, David Reed, uh, when he was reached by pitchfork, he added that the fire will directly affect all vinyl plants, bands and labels, mastering engineers, plating facilities, anyone who uses, uh, lacquers as part of their vinyl production. And in my almost 40 years experience, the vinyl industry as a whole is incredibly resilient and filled with talented professional professionals who will, and already are teaming together to find a way out of this current problem. So they know that something needs to happen. Wow. Yeah. But again, it's not going to be an over the night or next week sort of thing. So So, uh, I would certainly say that if if, uh, anyone out there has been eyeing up a record that you've been really wanting to buy and you're like, ah, just hold off till whenever, um, maybe maybe don't hold off too long. (laughs) Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Could be worth picking up maybe maybe now. Yeah. Oh, that's nuts. So it's it's sad. It's fucked. It is confusing. I agree with you guys. It's confusing as to why they don't open up another place. Like, just, just, just do it. No, it seemed it seems stupid. Yeah. I don't really get it. Totally agree. That's like the the epitome of like putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Yeah. Or putting all your lacquers in one building. R- exactly. And having a yeah. burn. Do you know what? That, exact- that was a much better uh, analogy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna move on from from some of this downer stuff. Yeah, true. Um, we and, need this. And after the next song, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing our music discussion. Oh, very excited about that. So, guys, get your get your get your stuff ready. Get your stuff. Get your stuff ready. Take your pants off or put them back on. Whatever works for you. Make me. Well, let's be honest. We're gonna take them off. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be back right after uh, this next tune. Yeah, it's uh, let's do a little Matthew Cheeman. This is the the background third eye blind cover here in Pulp Book.
the background, Matthew Cheatman there. That's a third eye blind cover, and we're back here on Pull the Plug Podcast. That's an oldie but a goodie, too. So true. Oldie but a goodie, baby. Oh, yes. Man. I love it. Um, so I'm really excited about uh, bringing uh, this music discussion to the table. And uh, Justin, you you did credit me, and although I'm happy to take credit at mm. all time, um, yeah. I, I do <laughs> do need to uh, give a shout out to PTPOG, C-Romo, oh, who C-Romo. brought this to the table, um, saying, I've got a bit of an idea for a music discussion on the podcast. What album was so influential to your youth that when you hear it today, it's like you become another person. Oh. So now she gave the example for her, um, prefacing it, saying it's kind of lame, which... That's totally fine. It doesn't matter. To each their own. Yeah. No love of any music is ever going to be lame. Ooh, that's... A, first, that's... I just like that. No love of music is ever going to be lame. Just, yeah. just Whatever that's it a is life for motto. you, yeah. Just live with that. Um, uh, she said she listened to the album Phenomenon uh, by Thousand Foot Crutch so much in high school that she saw them live a number of times and after its release... And she said she knows the whole thing front to back. And when she hears it now, it's like a visceral feeling of love and happiness. And it just takes her back to that time. Oh, that's awesome. And and I just thought that was really, really beautiful and well said. Um, and yeah, especially an album that you like fell in love with as like in your youth. It's such a formative time. Yeah. yeah chance, chances are you're, you're going to be slightly embarrassed by it now or whatever. Um, but you shouldn't be. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to want to kick things off. I'll, I'll go first. Yeah. So when the question was posed, my, my first uh, uh, thought, uh, and this will be a surprise to no one, uh, <laughs> was, was Enema of the State. However, okay. I have, since I've changed that, Ooh. because I think there's the uh, take off your pants and jacket actually probably fits this more for me because... Anima of the State was like the intro for me to Blink-182, and then I kind of caught up with everything before that. Right. Um, but Take Off Your Pants and Jacket was the album that I was like, I know I love this band, and I cannot fucking wait for this album. And then when I bought it, literally played it so much that I had to buy another copy because I wore it through. Like it, <laughs> wow. It was, it was a lot. Um, that is awesome. And I think, it one, it's it's obviously this this awesome you know pop-punk record. Um it's got a little bit more polish to it than some of the other. Uh, it kind of brought over the polish that Enema of the State had, and then even more so, more so say. on takeoff. Yeah. And it it, it just kind of stuck with me a little bit more. And there's certain songs on there too, like Anthem Part Two, for instance. It has a little bit of like a a, a rebellious, like not like a little bit anti-establishment to it totally which i really resonate with in some aspects of my life like i don't seem like that type of person but i'm kind of just like fuck everything like you're all you're wrong <laughs> I, like, I, I also sort of sorry to cut you off but i, I sort of feel like um basically when those albums were coming out it's like we were growing up with them you know yeah, what i mean absolutely for sure absolutely so, like i was going through like high school right and and i'm going through you know, like weird relationships or pseudo relationships right. or like not sure what to feel. And and then there's like talking about songs about lonely guys. And then they had the song about like divorced parents, which I came from. And right. it's just, there's so many songs on that album that just really resonate with me that now if I listen to it, I'm immediately transported back to that kid sitting on the bus with his like CD player. For sure. And, and just 
like blaring it and like loving the music and then kind of hating the world, but then loving other aspects. <laughs> like it was just, it's just really like kind of not to be a cliche or, 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 or sound corny, but it's that roller coaster, which is one of the songs on their album of, of <laughs> yep. emotions for that. And I just think it, it really sticks with me. And for me, that's probably the album I'd have to say. Yeah. No, I not think that's to get great. too wordy. Sorry. But, yeah. <laughs> Brian. No that's, so- no, that's solid. I mean, I mean, I can, easily just piggyback off you and say the same fucking thing. Cause I, I feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I know it's, it's not a specific album. Um, it's more like a series of albums. Okay. So, so for me, whenever I go back and I listen to the compilation of big shiny tunes, Oh, oh shit. Yeah. percent. Yeah. For me, it's like, that is the epitome of growing up, and here in Canada, it was just like, uh, I don't know. It wasn't very big in the States. I, I think it was just mainly a Canadian thing, right? I think it was I, put up by much. I think I so. Think much did yeah. it. So, yeah, it would be very much a okay. Canadian thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like when all that was coming out, it's like that's how I learned all of my favorite artists. It was like, okay, we didn't have burnt CDs back then. So True. it was like you were – this is how you learned – to appreciate certain bands and turn you on to other bands. And, um, it was, yeah, it was kind of so like, it's kind of like, sorry, I'm, I'm cutting you off. Um, it's kind of like the early cure, like version of like curation now with like all the streaming services. Like, well, you yeah. like this, you yes. maybe you'll like all these other artists and you're like, if you, if a big shiny tunes comes out and you're just like, okay, well I like that band and I like that band, I like that band. If they're all on this album, I'm probably going to like most of all the other stuff on there too. It's yeah, so no, true. completely. That, uh, yeah, I don't know. That was such a pinnacle for me. I, I feel like if if that shit wasn't around when I was growing up, I'm, I'm not, I'm not 100 sure what I'd be um, super into now. But I know a lot of those bands I, I'm still listening to regularly, and you know, this is one of the first times I think I even heard Blank was on one of those, and mm-hmm. and you know, just a ton of bands. The the speaking of it as a series, like it puts such like a timestamp on the era that it was that the the very first big shiny tunes i i think first one two and three i had on cassette tape and then i finally got yeah. it for a oh, cd wow, like yeah. it, it puts such a like a generational right. time stamp on what that music was and when it was in my life <laughs> that yep that's a really good way of looking at it too yeah i like i like that you chose like the the grouping of these albums because it's such a good call out like it is very much a defining moment yeah. uh, of for, or a defining for me era. growing up. Yeah. For, for me growing up here in Canada, like it was just, that was, you couldn't escape big shiny tunes. Like it was fucking everywhere. Like, so true. I love that. That's a solid call out. Nicely done. Wow. Yeah. Shannon. Um, so for me, I, I think growing up and again, like I had a lot of like cassette tapes and I remember having like, um, like Spice Girls and Aqua on on cassette tape, mm. and, and uh, otherwise I was yeah. listening to a lot of like the dad rock, the classic rock that that was always playing at home. Um, but for me, my first sort of like breakthrough into what I kind of claimed as like my own music when uh, I don't know I was the thirteen year old little emo kid was Good Charlotte. Yeah. And um, yeah, again, the, f- the first album that came out in 2000, like that's something that I went back to. But for me, it was in 2002 when um, The Young and the Hopeless was released. And that was the first album that I sort of owned as mine. Um, and I went uh, 
it was the first concert that I went to by myself uh, for my 13th birthday. Um, That's so rad. And uh, cool. a, a band, a musician that I've gone on to fall in love with since, um, Andrew McMahon, uh, mm-hmm. his band Something Corporate um, opened for them. And that's where I found Andrew McMahon for the first time. Um, and I, I had fallen in love with him as an opening act and I've gone on to see him countless times. Um, but yeah, the the pop punk sound that Good Charlotte had just sort of opened my music world to that genre which then took me through until um, until my 30s that's still the music that that I lean towards and I mean not necessarily pop punk but but that that opened me to genres of music that weren't necessarily on the radio or weren't being played by, by my parents it was something that I could own as my own I really like that making like the music that you were able to make your own like that was like your it was like a definition for you of like you you can have your your dad rock and that's great and I enjoy listening to that absolutely and there's stuff on the radio that like yeah I kind of like I like too yep but this is this is mine and and I'm gonna ride with this or and, and again really just being like able that. to put that that sort of that time stamp on like first concert by myself like yeah I'd gone to see like the Beach Boys with my parents and stuff like that but first concert by myself 13th birthday and and then all of a sudden I'm going okay well I can go to concerts by myself and that's sent me going to like house shows and like hitchhiking to fucking London to go see concerts (laughs) and um, that uh, it was it was just sort of the start of all of that which I think is just so like I will forever become that little emo kid listening to that album that's amazing yeah that's a really that's guys these are all really good (laughs) i sort of i sort of feel as and i mean especially because pop punk i mean that was that was our era 100 percent. like it was so you know there's so many albums like i can list off the top of my head that it's just fuck they're all influential like that that genre exactly and and from there that's when i went out and bought ducky and i bought the blue album and i bought like i just i kept going from there but as influential as all of those albums were to my childhood and and those formative years of building what would become my taste in music it it started with good charlotte (laughs) and and those and those bands and those albums like like and frank like you kind of mentioned it too brian like brian like we we grew up with that genre and all Mm -hmm. of our albums are i mean big shiny tunes had a lot of punk pop punk on it right like there was the the quote-unquote standard rock on there too but it, it it allowed us i think also to like explore other subgenres or extra yeah. genres of it so like i'm listening to pop punk and then suddenly maybe i'm into maybe now i'm delving more into just straight up punk and then i'm getting yeah. into something else that's more like rock or ska or whatever it is yeah it's a really cool like jumping off point because there's so many different types of influences in it um yeah. and i think we're kind of lucky that we that we were able to kind of grow up in our formative years with that type of music being as popular as it was i agree that's pretty yeah, awesome. We're very yeah, lucky absolutely. that way. So, um, yeah. listeners, if you've got a particular album that comes to mind uh, that you're like, "Fuck!" When I listen to this, I yeah. go back. 
and I become this, a different person or a younger version of myself, uh, let us know what that album is. I would love to hear from from people what those albums are. Um, you know, uh, older, younger, it doesn't really matter. I want to know what that means to you. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll pose that question on our socials because I yeah. think that it really is just a great conversation to have. Um, so, yeah, follow all of our socials. You can find them at ptbpodcast.com. Shit. Yes. Thanks, C. Romo, by the way, for yeah. that. That was yeah. awesome. Uh, coming up next, uh, we're going to be talking about some people that suck. Sucks to suck. But first, Briner. Baby. Baby. <laughs> Baby. Uh, let's, do a, let's do another song, shall we? Oh, yes. Let's. Oh, uh, yeah. This is Trent McDonald. This one's called Full Moon Grin here on Full Blood Podcast. <laughs>
teenage boy Believes he's the man Just a castaway Caught in a one-night stand Trent McDonald, that's full moon grin, and we're back here on Pull the Plug Podcast. Oh yeah, and we're here to talk about some people that suck, because it sucks to suck time. Sucks to suck! Oh, sucks to suck. It's one of my favorite features. And it's it's stuck around a long time. It's It's been doing well. (laughs) Well, hey, there's a lot of people that are shitty out there. And I think that's uh, the backbone of this feature. (laughs) The shitty people. <laughs> the shitty people. <laughs> Let's talk about some. Uh, the city of Van- city of Vancouver staff uh, says it is investigating whether an event at the Vancouver International Boat Show that features a squirrel water skiing <laughs> violates municipal bylaws. What? <laughs> There's a lot of weirdness in that sentence right there. <laughs> I'm so excited for this because I saw it pop up regarding the Toronto aspect of the story. Yeah. And I just lost my fucking mind. Continue. <laughs> uh, the water skiing squirrel, whose name is Twiggy. Twiggy. Oh my God. The water skiing squirrel is performing for the first time in the Vancouver edition of the show this weekend, which is in what's described by organizers as a, quote, an educational uh, life jacket and water safety presentation. The event, which involves a trained squirrel using miniature water skis to, na- to navigate around an indoor pool. What? The event came under scrutiny after the city of Toronto announced uh, this past Friday that Twiggy's performances the week of January 17th broke its own municipal bylaws. Uh, Toronto Mayor John Tory during a Friday morning news conference said people decided years ago in the city government, and I think with the support of the population, that we weren't going to allow animals like squirrels to be taken in by people. They're wild animals. Vancouver (laughs) municipal staff issued a statement explaining that while the eastern gray squirrel is not considered wildlife and is not prohibited in Vancouver, rodents cannot be used as entertainment. John Tory gave a press conference he had to talk about, about Twiggy, what? the water skiing squirrel. <laughs> uh, according to a particular section in the business prohibition bylaw, uh, businesses are prohibited from using rodents in competitions, <laughs> exhibitions, performance, or events. So clearly Twiggy is breaking the law. Breaking the law. Arrest that fucking squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Should the operator be found to be in uh, contravention of the bylaws, the city will issue a warning letter. So we uh, we wait with bated breath to find out the fate of Twiggy the squirrel, whether he gets the death penalty or... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to this story. Shannon's losing got, her got, mind. Uh, <laughs> I love that you just offered up the death penalty as an option. I love immediately as I see as I say the term water skiing squirrel. Briner's head just drops and is like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? Everything about that goddamn story. Oh my god, that's a real story. That's a real story. Real story. Real story. Sucks to suck. Holy fuck. A short one here. Minneapolis firefighters rescued a man who attempted to walk across the frozen Mississippi River early Saturday morning. Uh, The incident happened around 3 a.m. near the Stone Arch Bridge, where the man was partially submerged. The man told firefighters that Google Maps told him to cross the river. Uh, What? So the Minneapolis Fire Department says that the app most likely told him to cross the Stone Arch Bridge, (laughs) not walk across the river. Oh, I 
I'm loving this batch tonight. And the man <laughs> suffered a mild case of hypothermia <laughs> and is since recovering. Like, do you remember when, like, GPSs oh first came out and people were, like, driving yeah. off cliffs and shit because they're like, the GPS told me. Yeah. And like, it's keep, like... Keep your eyes open. <laughs> be, be a human being and be intelligent. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, the, the, the level of intelligence that's required to not have this happen to you is so minimal. Yeah. Like, fuck There's a, you. It's, it's, it's 3 a.m., <laughs> And yeah, I must be dreaming. Um, and you got to see, you're, there's a bridge right there. The bridge is right fucking there. Just use the bridge. <laughs> He's like, nah. Nah. This is what the maps told me. I, hypothermia is not real. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> sucks to suck. Uh, and finally, I love this story because I'm just envisioning the footage from it. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, filming of a BBC wildlife show went horribly wrong. When a Komodo dragon destroyed the camera <laughs> while trying to have sex with it. Oh my god. What? According to The Sun, <laughs> while filming for a new show called Spy in the Wild 2, uh, the crew had installed their expensive camera equipment inside a dummy pig and a female <laughs> dummy of Komodo dragon to get footage of the of the pack of, giant, of these giant lizards. However, things turned ugly when one of the giant lizards decided to... <laughs> Fuck this female lizard. In an attempt of foreplay, look, we've all done this, fellas, the lizard sank its razor-sharp claws into her back. <laughs> but when the dummy didn't respond to its actions, right. the lizard got frustrated and took it out on the dummy pig and the camera inside. Jesus. What the fuck? Uh, executive producer John Donor told the uh, Daily, with its massive claws, this dragon starts raking at the skin of the female, and there's nothing you can do because y you can't intervene. You just hope it will realize there's something not right and it will stop. He added, but then this pig, with all of our equipment in it, was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and they just, and this is his quote, and they just annihilated it. <laughs> it was breezy. <laughs> It was breeding season, and they'd been riled up by fighting over this female, and testosterone gets the worst of us. They were like dinosaurs. It was just unbelievable. It was totally smashed to pieces. What? Oh, the my fuck? God. And this is a weird little thing at the very end of it, and it has nothing. it has something to do with this, but like it's a weird little tangent. Donor added, the most surprising thing is when they're having sex, they sound so much like humans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think I wanted to know that. I now need. I now need to see footage. What? Now I'm entitled, or uh, I'm entitled. not entitled. I mean, I'm enticed. Yeah. To find footage of Komodo dragons fucking I, just to hear I, it. Huh. I I gotta figure this out. I'll see if I can get the audio for the next break. This this right. was such a top-notch batch Man, of stories. What? Pretty good, right? What? My my head is spinning right now. <laughs> sucks to suck. <sighs> I love sucks to suck. That was delightful. All that it involves. Um, if you out there have any stories of uh of, of people Komodo sucking, dragons, Komodo dragons sucks. fucking. Um, if you've been a, uh, a part of a story that could be featured on sucks to suck, hit us up. Reach out to us through our website, ptppodcast.com. I love it like. so much. Uh, while I try to find audio of Ugh. Komodo dragons fucking, because that's something I now do. Uh, Brian, yep. what's the next song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. We all need a break right now, don't we? Yeah.
We need to yeah, cool I off. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need a breather. I'm all hot and bothered. Yeah. Next song coming up here. This is I Just Go. This one is called Victoria on Public Blood Podcast. I just go, that's Victoria, and uh, we're back here on Pull the Plug. God damn right. God, it's so good to be back with you guys. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, so good. good. Oh, I love this so much. Um, But no no luck finding the Komodo Dragon's fucking, huh? No, I couldn't find the audio of that, but now I've got a Google alert set up for Komodo Dragon audio sex. So. Excellent. Oh, good. <laughs> so, yeah. So when it when it exists, you'll be the one of the first to know. If the government doesn't find me first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've got an interesting uh, BuzzFeed 
okay. thing for you. The thing. <laughs> um, we're going to see what your guys' opinions, uh, how your guys' opinions match up with everybody else's. Um, every famous actor has like that one role that you kind of associate them with, like a movie That's role. true. And okay. so I'm going to give you guys a list of some actors and right. some f- uh, four options for movies. And I'm going to see if you guys can either pick if you guys can pick which one you think most people associate them with. That makes sense? All right. I, I mean, I still I may just so. blurt out which one I associate. And that's, and that's totally fine. Okay. I want to I hear that as well. But we, we've been kind of given options by BuzzFeed. And we're just yeah. going to use those. But yeah, if you have another movie, please feel free to blurt it out. Excellent. This sure. first one here, Jim Carrey. All right, Jim Carrey. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Should we oh. first say which, like, okay, just, yeah. just in case it's not Sure, an yeah. Okay, which one? Um, well, now I'm thinking The Grinch, but... <laughs> um, no, I would say the first, like, Jim Carrey movie that I would associate with would be Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, okay. Briner? Ooh, solid. Um, fuck, there's so many good ones. Um, uh, honestly, one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies is The Truman Show. See, oh, I was gonna say too. The Truman Show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we've got How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, Dumb and Dumber, oh, yeah. Bruce Almighty, or The Mask. I would say Dumb and Dumber if I'm going to pick any of those. Um, I, I would maybe lean towards most people saying The Grinch. Okay. Only because it was like a big commercial movie. All right. Uh, top one with 36% is actually The Mask. Oh, see, that's amazing. Uh, like of those, wow. th- like that's such a favorite of mine. I love mine. the mask. Um, ma- oh, yeah. maybe nostalgia one over there. Yeah. Uh, also, Cameron Diaz has never looked hotter. Yes. God. Good damn. Fucking points. Yeah. She Good shows points. up in that red dress. I think that's when I had my sexual awakening. I think that's when I like came online. <laughs> that, that's and fair. And then came. That's fair. Anyway. Amazing. Uh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh. This uh, weird one. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Um, I think maybe Selena yeah. would Selena. be like the main one I would go to. I think of Jennifer Lopez. Um, fuck's the one I was thinking of. The what's that one where she fights? Is it called Nuff or something? Oh. Oh, and uh, enough. Is it enough? I think it's enough. I think it's Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. Uh, well, we've got Hustlers. I'm going with that one. You'll go with that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, we got Hustlers, Made in Manhattan, Selena, and The Wedding Planner. So oh, I I'll, forgot about those wedding ones. Oh, I forgot about the wedding planner. We'll we'll choose Selena just because Shannon said it, I guess. Sure. Sure. Made in Manhattan. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is either. Uh, That's with uh, 32% there. Wow. Brad Pitt. That's a weird actress. It is a weird actress, Very. especially for number two on this list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is somebody a little bit more that we could, might have a, a barometer for. Brad Pitt. Ooh. Maybe like Fight a... Club. Oh, Fight Club. Yeah. Fight Club. Or, all right, Brian says Fight Club, even though I was piggybacking that. Um, but I'd say, like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. So uh, these options here are The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. True. Fight Club. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Mm. Or Seven. Well, let's let's go with Fight Club. We'll Fight Club. And Fight Club wins hands down with 61%. Yes. Wow. Right. Nicely nice. done. Only 10% for Inglorious Bastards. That's underrated, by the way. That's a great movie. Uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, yeah it's gotta it's be. It's gonna Titanic. be Titanic. So we got the Great Gatsby. We got Titanic. Wolf of Wall Street and The Revenant. 
Titanic yeah. wins even more with 88%. Wow. Yeah, that was a shoe-in. Yeah. There's... Uh, another another lady here, Sandra Bullock. Ooh. A little more of a, an actress, I would say, than Jennifer Lopez. Uh, I would say Miss Congeniality. Ooh, nice. <sighs> Solid. Um, speed? See, I was oh, going to say speed, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to guess The Blind Side is going to be on here, too. Uh, so we've got Bird Box, that Netflix oh, one. Oh, true. Uh, the Blind Side, Miss Congeniality, and The Proposal. Oh, right. What? Right. Yeah. I was sad uh, Speed's not on there. Um, or Speed 2 uh, on a boat. Yeah. Speed <laughs> on, on a boat. A boat. <laughs> um, we got to go with Miss Congeniality out of this, though, because... Yeah, at that point. That's true. And Miss Congeniality does win out. It does. 57%. Nice. It's a good fucking movie. That is a fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> We watched that drunk in Ireland. <laughs> Did we? No, Scotland. Scotland. We were Solid. drunk in Scotland. Did we? Oh, yeah. you might have been in Ireland. We Who might knows? have. Who the hell knows? <laughs> I remember that I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you were in Scotland. Uh, Will Smith. My first uh, one My first one was Independence Day. Yeah. I, I got to say Men in Black, I think. Oh, yeah. Men in Black. That's a good one, too. Also good. Um, honestly, the first one I thought of was Concussion. <laughs> Concussion. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have guessed that. That's yep. A, I don't know why, but that's that's the first one I went to. All right. Well, concussion is not on this list. Yep. That's fair. It was a great movie. Uh, we've got Hitch, I Am Legend, Independence Day, and Men in Black. I'm gonna click on Men in Black. Yep. It is indeed Men in Black with 64 percent. Oddly nice. enough, Independence Day is at the lowest with only 10 percent. Really? What? I would have put that as strong second. Yeah. Yeah. It's odd to me. A hitch. <laughs> hitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Fucking hitch. Uh that Tom was terrible. Tom Hanks. Oh. Forrest Gump. I mean, yeah, I would I would so many fucking movies, but I would say Forrest Gump's got Forrest. to be the top. One. Maybe Forrest, Castaway? I was gonna say Apollo thirteen for True. me, but that's a space nerd talking, so Toy Story. Toy Story. Holy fuck, he's a gem. <laughs> He's a gem of a man. Anyway, he's we, in everything. Uh, yeah. Castaway, Forrest Gump, The Green Mile, and Toy Story. Forrest Gump. You guys think of Forrest Gump, though? I am for sure. Seventy-three percent with Forrest Gump. Yeah, nicely done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this is a. We're good at this. We are. We good are at this. very good at this, well, guys. We being you guys. <laughs> uh, Emma Stone. If we could all just appreciate that photo of Emma Stone there, that's lovely. She's pretty. Here, here, Briner. This is for you. Let's see. Oh my good God, Isn't Jesus. She- Christmas. Isn't she gorgeous? <gasps> uh, she's not just hot. She's beautiful, but yeah. she's also hot. Anyway, Emma Stone. Super bad? Super bad. Yeah, that's a good one. Easy <laughs> um, A was another good. Like, Easy A. Zombieland? I'm going to go Zombieland, yeah. yeah. Zombieland? Okay, well, the the ones on this list are Easy A, oh, okay. uh, The Help, right? Uh, La La Land, and Zombieland. Oh, shit. All right. A lot of land. A lot of land. <laughs> what are you guys picking? Uh, well, I think we got to go Zombieland <laughs> with... I'm going to go Zamula. I don't know if that's going to win it, but. Uh, winning hands down with 55% is Easy A. All right. Zombieland okay. at the very bottom, 9%. Oh, shit. She was great. Like, oh, I, that, that's good. a fun movie. Yeah. She, she had that, like, dark eyeshadow in there, too. Uh, yeah, I liked her in that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, just, just, a, just a few more here for you. Uh, okay. Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, fuck. A legend himself. Um. A hook would be one of my favorites. Like first one that that comes to mind for me is Aladdin. Yeah. Fucking, that's tough, man. <laughs> Just Jumanji. The the biggest repertoire. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going with Hook too. Going with Hook, okay. It's because I'm sporting the mustache, so that's yeah. good. Point. <laughs> yeah, you kind of look like Captain Hook. Yeah, Hook me any day. Uh, hook, line, and sinker. How many can no. I do? Um, so we've got Aladdin, Goodwill Hunting, yeah. Jumanji, or Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, Mrs. Uh, Doubtfire. Yeah, fuck that one's. I don't. I'm at. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stray, and I'm gonna go with Aladdin. All right. Cool. All right. Okay. Mrs. Doubtfire wins with 50%. And next up is Jumanji. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fuck. He he just made the best entertainment. Oh, God. He's so good. Okay. That was good. Right on. Wow. You guys did pretty well, actually. We did really well. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know your films. I mean. Which is hilarious, thinking that Briner knows his films, but (laughs) I'm pretty sure Men in Black was the last movie he saw, but. (laughs) Yeah, well. The thing is, I like all the classic films. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Not so much new films. Yeah. That's fair. He's a he's a he's a a student of the art, as it were, Shannon. That's right. Yeah. So I I got you. I got you. That was a fun one, Justin. That was good. I like that we made our own game out of it, Mm -hmm. but it was good. Hey, look, sometimes you gotta make your own content. Yeah. Not like I mean, we usually steal ours, but this time we made it. We can't steal it every week. Exactly. Uh, feel free to get into contact with us uh, anytime. Uh, check out our website, ptppodcast.com. Shan, there's like contact form and, and all this kind of shit up there. Is that right? You've seen the website. I don't know. Contact you, form. I saw you on Square on the on the mobile site and you're changing shit. I don't know what the hell you've added up oh, there. No, I was I was just adding some blog posts because oh. you always post our show notes. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um and uh I was getting caught up because every uh, every time I do a B side bio, I like to throw it up there as well. Yeah. Smart. So uh last week, um I did a B side bio. Mm-hmm. Who'd I do it on? <laughs> That's embarrassing. I don't remember. I don't even remember. Ba- oh, in light <laughs> of uh, My Chemical Romance uh, <laughs> doing a 2020 tour, uh, I did Gerard Way. Yes, you did. I was like, who the fuck did I talk about? Are you going to that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Only because well, I have okay. no money and a child. Oh, right. Um. That's but, true. They don't let babies in anymore. Yeah, nobody likes babies. No, that's <laughs> a good point. Um, but it was Could actually have stayed pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was so fun being pregnant. Oh, everyone <laughs> loves a pregnant woman. Everybody Def- loves being pregnant. They, they definitely don't get in the way or complain a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was funny realizing how many I had missed um, putting up on the blog, so I was getting caught up. Mm. And then I also. <laughs> fitting because i forgot who i did last week i was going through my list going oh i didn't like i don't remember talking about this person so i was rereading them because i'm like well this is interesting Jesus Christ. That there were so many that i didn't remember doing so that was fun so uh we'll slowly share those uh on our socials as well to remind other people that i also talked about this at one point <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, this okay. We've we've got a new game now, Briner. So we're gonna say we're gonna kind of do a thing of like, can Shannon name? Can Shannon guess who in this list she hasn't done? And <laughs> we're just gonna put that together. Nope. And she's gonna <laughs> yeah, fucking fail. Great. I will not oh, be able to. List. I think that'd be great. Spoiler alert! Can't that's do fun. it. <laughs> All right. Oh. What's the what's the final song of the evening, there, sir? We're gonna do. Uh another throwback here this is called better left unsaid by thomas mcmanus here on the blood podcast 
rocket ship blasting out. Thomas McManus, that one's called Better Left Unsaid, and uh, that's going to pretty much wrap it. We're, 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 we're pretty much wrapped. We've pretty much got the condom all the way on, but <laughs> before, before we get in you, um, I hate what I've just said. I'm sorry. So uh, icky. I really, I really oh, regret wow. all of it. I really regret that was a good it. visual, though. Yeah, Thank it was. You. I like that. You're welcome. Yeah. I, I was really right. in that moment. <laughs> Me too. I feel bad like, for you. Now I'm ready for you to plant your seed. <laughs> we got to take the con- Okay, we're getting too deep into yeah, the analogy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before, we, before we say goodbye, uh, we have some suggestions. Yeah. Uh, this is something we've been trying to do uh, for the past few uh, few episodes of just 
you know, things that we've been watching, listening to, reading, whatever it might be that mm. we think you guys might enjoy. So, yeah. Shannon, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I got a few here. Do, do you want me to do them all right now, or do you want to go in like a circle? Do you want to jerk Listen, it? We'll, 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 we'll go in a jerk circle. Yeah. Kay. Circle jerk, whatever the hell that's called. Uh, so, the first one here, it's uh, an EP um, from Haley Williams of Paramore. Oh. Um, five song EP she's released under a uh, new name, uh, Pedals for Armor. Um, I I can definitely see why she did not want to release this as a Paramore album. Um, it's kind of a little bit darker. She's, it, she's just very like vulnerable on the tracks. Like she's being very like, I don't know. There's a certain honesty that comes through which is kind of like refreshing after the, the most recent like Paramore stuff that's come out. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, certainly. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that all five tracks are going to be for everybody. Um, each one very much has its own sound to it. Um, I'd say four out of the five I loved. There was one that I was like, eh, not for me. Um, but I definitely think it is worth a listen. That if, I, I, if you're a fan of her, I think you're you're going to be interested in checking it out. But I think she might draw a very different new audience with this album. Cool. Yeah, it's um. I think really one word to sum Is it, it all slow? up. Uh, no. Um, I don't know. It's just it's it's a dark vibe that I kind of get from it. Um, yeah, I'm trying okay. to think of a comparison. And the, uh, sh- I had played a video for you, Justin, from the first track that yeah, she released called cr- Simmer. It was creepy. Super creepy. Like, like, not scary or anything, obviously, but like just like like a weird, like, oh, what the hell's bit, going bit on? Bit haunting, here? maybe? Bit haunting, yeah. Haunting. And I think, uh, I think the whole EP for me was just surprising mm. to have that come from her. And I think uh, haunting would be a great theme for the record because... Yeah, each track is very different, but it is totally worth a listen. It may not be a go-to. It's not going to be a record you throw on as you drive to work, but it's it's worth a listen. And and I I think that's pretty impressive to get from someone who is such a staple. Like she's already established herself so well in in the music industry and what she does to get a surprising record from her i think is really refreshing at this point i like that yeah yeah it's 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 very different from what she's done uh previously but yeah it was i i've only listened to the one song that you kind of showed me but it's it's really good but but yeah certainly certainly not a surprise that she did not release this as a paramore album which i think is cool yeah yeah right on brian what's yours yeah so i've been watching a lot of netflix lately Ooh. Um, watching a lot of weird fucking shows. I like that. Um, I started, I started, have you guys, I don't know if you've seen it, but, uh, it's, it's called like the circle. Have you seen this? I know of it. I've never watched it though. Yeah. Man. Okay. So I, I was like, uh, I don't really want to want to watch this cause it's like reality TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I got fucking sucked into this whole <laughs> series. <of> this. <laughs> Netflix keeps recommending it to me. Yeah, I keep getting emails. Big Brother. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. It, it, Man, Netflix it's, keeps us it's like, likeable. hey, you're gonna watch this. It, you should. Like, it, it's it's likable. Like, really? After like the like second episode, you're like, oh my god, I'm I'm addicted to this fucking show right now. Like, oh, it's, interesting. For me to say that, it's it's like, what the fuck? Like, but yeah, so it's like a 
a big brother meets like a like a catfish like kind of scenario yeah so um basically all these people move into this like apartment building and uh the twist of the whole series is um they they never meet like they don't know each other face to face they only know each other through this online social platform called the circle so people can either be themselves or they can be other people um, so basically they're competing for a hundred grand to make it to the end. And each week you have like social media influencers, um, which are like top tier and they vote who is the most likable and who they get rid of like each week. Oh my week. God, that sounds yeah. rad. <laughs> so you have to be, you have to like make friends with like all of these fucking people, right? It's just, it's how you play this game. It's, it's bizarre. Like, it's crazy, man. It like, sounds <laughs> like the opposite of what you would ever enjoy. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but the characters, like, there's this one Indian dude. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. He's the most likable person I think I've ever met in my life. <laughs> like, he just, like, he just, oh, my, you just want to be this guy's friend. Like, he's just such an honest, like, fucking person. Like, the whole time he just plays himself just an honest guy. Oh, that's so and funny. Just, like, there's like this one crazy like fucking super Italian dude who's just like, <laughs> oh man, it's you gotta watch it. Just watch it. All right, all right. So we should add it's to the ridiculous. list then. If it's if you want to just watch something ridiculous that you don't really have to think about too much, then it's just just watch it. Wow, eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So there all you right. go. All right, there we have it. Sniff at. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, my first recommendation, I got two this week. Okay. We're doing this circle jerk thing. Yep. Uh, my first recommendation is actually a YouTube channel. Oh. A YouTube channel called Gaming Historian. <laughs> um, so he, he does high quality video game documentaries. So mm. he goes into things, uh, like the, the history of the Nintendo 64 and like how it was developed and what Nintendo needed to do to kind of get to that point or that's cool. uh the story of Super Mario Brothers 3 or uh the story of the power glove like back that uh oh god <laughs> the story one that I would highly recommend um there's two actually that are just a really good kind of breakdown for you know how the how the channel how these videos are kind of presented and, and the kind of content and also the quality of the content that he's giving and it's the story of Tetris. So it goes into the history of how Tetris was made in Russia and all of the ridiculous licensing agreements that it took to like get it onto different platforms that it is today. It's a fucking wild story. And this is not like a YouTube video that you're gonna like, you know, watch on your phone when you're like taking a shit. <laughs> it's it the, the the story of Tetris in particular. It is an hour long video. It is Whoa. it is a documentary like it, yeah he, he puts that much time and effort into this so if you're somebody who does appreciate gaming and and likes the you know delving a little bit into the history of it it's definitely worth checking out that's impressive the other one is the story of super mario brothers 2 about how it was basically dumbed down for north america so the super mario brothers 2 that we are used to um mm -hmm. here in north america is way different than what they got in japan um in, yeah. in Japan, they got the, a, a sequel to Super Mario Brothers that was crazy difficult, and they created a different kind of game for primarily North American players because it was deemed too, too, diff too difficult for yeah. us. Wow. So the version of Super Mario Brothers 2 that I grew up with, I always just thought was just like, okay, this is a weird, like, 
changed from the original, it's it's a completely different game. It's got a different skin on it. It's totally bizarre. And this guy, and this one's a shorter one. It's only about like 25 minutes. He goes into the history of like how this happened and, and what that development looked like. It's a fascinating behind the scenes look at some of this stuff. So if you're a fan of video games, I highly recommend checking it out. That's awesome. It's pretty rocking. Yeah. Right Link, links for all this stuff, by the way, in the show notes if you want to. P2Podcast.com. Um, so I've got two more, but this first one's just going to be real quick. So I'm going to do them both right now. Okay. Um, just because I had been talking about Good Charlotte earlier, um, just seeing mm-hmm. what's up in, in GC land. Um, GC <laughs> land. Wow. Uh, Hip hop. <laughs> Hip hop artist uh, boy band uh, teamed up with Billy Mar- uh, Billy Martin from Good Charlotte, mm-hmm. um, releasing a song called Death Note, and uh, it's a hip hop track that Billy Martin is on, and um, from from everything that I've sort of read, it there's like this sort of subculture of hip hop that is really pulling at like emo culture and bringing it into their hip-hop style oh cool and this song was so interesting to me that uh, it's just worth checking out um it's uh yeah called death note um from boy band and billy martin from good charlotte cool um and uh my my big recommendation here i think it's now my favorite tv show i've ever watched it's on Prime Video, and it's called Fleabag. Oh, my God. It's so fucking good. It's two it's so seasons, um, and, and it was meant to end after the second season. Like, you will not get any more, no matter how badly you want it, which you will. Um, <laughs> it is one of... It is the most perfect, perfectly defined TV show I've ever watched. It's so succinct in telling its story. Mm-hmm. Um, the The humor, the... Like everything is just on point, um, I and, love that. And, and I think I'm gonna leave it at that. You don't need to know anymore. You go check it out because it it is worth watching. It's called Fleabag. Um, it's on Prime Video, um, and you can probably find it on the internet somewhere. <laughs> and please do because it's it's outstanding. Yeah, so fucking good. Briner, you got something? Yeah, just a PSA. Um, <laughs> I think everyone should invest in Roots track pants. I don't know if you own Roots track pants. I don't know, but um. I, they're expensive, <laughs> but my fucking god, are they comfortable? So, they are the best things I have ever worn in my life. So are these like the like roots, like sweatpants kind of things, or? Yeah, I will show you right now. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I hope they're gray, so I get Where? the outline. <laughs> we need well, they're dark gray, so you won't see oh, them. But nice. you know, just like. Okay. Oh, let me say. Let me just say. Go ahead and buy yourself, man. There's. N- <laughs> The level, the level of fucking comfort that I am in daily, because I, I don't fucking wear any, I can't, I'm not going to wear any other sweatpants. Like nothing comes to this fucking point. That's I thought incredible. I was just, oh, oh, oh. You're, you're like speechless right now. This is crazy. Yeah. No, do yourself a favor. When they go on sale, buy yourself a pair. So as somebody who is consistently warm all the time, but enjoys his comfort, you know, I right. want to be comfortable. Um, right. Are these sweatpants like overly warm? Because some sweatpants are. They're too hot. Yeah. No, I don't feel that way. Okay. You don't feel that way about these. Okay. okay. But I mean, they're, they're good quality. They're, uh, it's just, it's nice, man. All I, right. I'll, I'll let you borrow mine one time. Please Perfect. do. I want yeah. nothing more in my life. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Not the recommendation so, I was anticipating, you know, but I appreciate it. I couldn't love hey, it anymore. Still a though. recommendation. Yep. I love that. You're not wrong. So, so much. 
Uh, and for uh, my final recommendation for this week, it's a book. All a right. fantastic book. Shannon, uh, you graciously gave this book to me for Christmas. Oh, I recently finished it. I'm glad you liked it. Um, it's called Shoot for the Moon, The Space Race and the Extraordinary Voyage of Apollo 11. Uh, it's written by uh, author James Donovan, and it basically follows the insane story of when the first satellite from Russia kind of went up into space and how America went like absolutely fucking ballistic and was like, we need to beat them. And it's a story of how the space race happened and all the missions along the way and the trials and tribulations and the successes and the really, really sad failures. And it's, it's a book like I am, I am a self-proclaimed space nerd. I know a fair amount about space history and, uh, um, you know, like things that have happened and stuff like that. And it's just, I learned still so much from this book that I was like, this, this is crazy. This is absolutely fucking crazy. Um, I highly recommend checking it out. Uh, you can get it on like Amazon and Kindle and all this other kind of fun shit. Um, yeah. Check it out. It's awesome. If you love space in any way, do it. It's great. Well, that was a whirlwind. It was a whirlwind. Yeah. We did it. Thanks everybody. Holy. There we Holy go. Hell. Well, uh, Reiner, thanks for joining us in 2020. <laughs> it's good to be back. Yeah. Yeah, it feels real good. Uh, we, we will have Very to get good. together in person sometime for a real yes. nice recording. Of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. I'll bring my track pants. Yeah. Please do. We can we can trade these and <laughs> we can all get a take them for a ride. <laughs> you, you laugh, but you'll fucking want a pair. I love oh, that no. so much. This is, this is dangerous. This is where I try something and I become immediately like crazy invested in it yeah. and obsessed. Oh, you, you and, will be. And I just you buy like be. 10 pairs. It's going to be terrible. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Great. Um, yep. And when we are uh, all getting together, we promise, Phil Marcus, we will respond to your video at some point. Oh, it's fucking coming. Um, and uh, Briner, you saw that Justin G got his uh, Briner T. I did. That is fantastic. <laughs> um, oh my god, Phil, Phil Marcus, uh, and Mark's Marcus videography. Uh, you, you do the Lord's work. That uh, that's true. When shit Good like stuff. that comes to fruition, I think it's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yep. it was Good pretty call. outstanding. So thank you so much to Phil Marcus and our other Patreon supporters, Jordan Leach, Damian Morningstar. Uh, if you guys want to support the show in any way, best way to do that, honestly, is just tell tell, tell like somebody about it. Yeah. That's really the best way to do it. Um, if you want to support us in uh, in another way, uh, head to patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, you can support this fucking nonsense. Chuck in a buck if you want. Chuck in a buck. There you go. Um, if you don't have the money to do it, don't do it. Please don't. Um, <laughs> there's better things to spend money on. Um, but if you if you have an extra dollar or so, we really appreciate it. Um, if you can't do that, please leave a rating and a comment or a, a review on iTunes. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy how much uh, that helps. Helps um, a in, lot. In, yeah. in, in all these like podcasting apps, you can just do it right from the app. It's perfect. It's amazing. So please do that if you uh, if you can't support in any other way. We really appreciate it. Is that it? We're good. We got it. I think so. Amazing, guys. Well, thanks so much, Briner, for staying up late. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's way past my bedtime. It is. Whew, good night. I need to go Google. Uh, I need to go 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 to Roots website and take a look at these pricing for sweatpants. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, it's pricey, but damn it, you got to hit them when they're on sale, my friend. All right. I love it. I'll set up a Google alert for that. Uh, <laughs> keep touching your peepees, and thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> And remember, kids, leave the squirrels in the wilderness. Oh, fuck. I, I, 
keep touching your peepees. Yeah, it's it's, oh. it's it's something I said in in like a panic last week, and then I just uh, I panicked again. So sorry. We'll be back to our regular scheduled programming. Later. I love it. I love it. I got nothing to add. That's fantastic. <laughs>